The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. After returning from their first mission, the apostles gathered around Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. He said to them, Come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them, and they hurried there on foot from all the towns and arrived ahead of them. As Jesus went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's Gospel from Mark chapter 6, the disciples return from their first missionary journey, and they tell Jesus all that they had done and taught, and they were excited because they were fruitful. But notice what Jesus does. He tells them, after their efforts, to come away at a deserted place and rest a while. In other words, a retreat, a time where they can regather, refocus, replenish by the Holy Spirit through meditation and prayer. And that's a very important point to make again and again for us, particularly in our culture and society where things are so busy, so rushed, so many things to do. We can lose focus. We can lose that power of the Holy Spirit because we don't take the time to be quiet, to meditate, to be with the Lord in that place of retreat. Now we can do that even now, even in a lockdown, we can especially do it in our own home. We take the day devoted to God in prayer and reflection, very important. And hopefully when this is all ended and we're able to gather together, you're able to go to a retreat in a different place out of town and simply be with the Lord and gather once again your strength for the mission ahead. We see in the first reading an example of what happens when that time of reflection and retreat and meditation is not taken. King David had just died and King Solomon was going to take over the kingdom. This is in 1 Kings chapter 3 and he starts off very well. He's only 18 years old, teenager. He's been given the kingdom. He knows he doesn't have what it takes to govern. He realizes his weakness. And he begins well by offering a thousand burnt sacrifices. The reading says that God was very pleased and said to him, Ask anything you wish and I will grant it to you. Solomon does not ask for money, prestige or power or even peace from his enemies. He asks for wisdom. And that was pleasing to the Lord and the Lord gave him wisdom. And all these other things as well, power and money, peace from his enemies. But what Solomon didn't do, and what caused his downfall in the end, was he got so caught up in his kingdom and trying to make alliances with all the surrounding nations that he took to him many wives, many concubines that were pagan. And they eventually led him astray. He built altars to their pagan gods. 
idolatries begin to crept into the kingdom. And as he got older, he forgot his first love. And he went astray. As a result, when he died, the kingdom was divided. And that split between the north and the south was so devastating that it brought the kingdom of God that God established his elect into disrepute and they were conquered by their enemies. So it's very important that we don't make that same mistake. We come away with the Lord and we rest a while and we pray, we meditate, particularly on God's word. So our response should be that of the psalmist. How can young people keep their way pure? By guarding it according to your word, With my whole heart I seek you. Do not let me astray from your commandments. I treasure your word in my heart so that I may not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord, teach me your statutes. Today we celebrate the memorial of Saint Agatha. She was a young girl, a teenager, like Solomon, but she had made a commitment to the Lord that she would be the Virgin Bride of Christ dedicated herself, consecrated herself to the Lord from that age. Like St. Marie Goretti, she kept herself pure. But this was in the early church, in the mid-third century. There were persecutions going on, the Decian persecution. Young suitors came to her and wanted her hand in marriage. She refused, and she was turned into the authorities. She was arrested, threatened, sent to a brothel. She's tortured cruelly, but she never gives in because she meditated on the Lord. There's a wonderful reflection given upon St. Agatha's life in a homily by St. Methodius. I'll just read a very short quote. A true virgin, she wore the glow of pure conscience and the chrism of the Lord's blood for her cosmetics. Again and again she meditated on the death of her eager lover. For her, Christ's death was recent, his blood still moist. She bears the indelible marks of his chrism blood and the shining threads of her eloquence. Now that's what we're called to in our life, to holiness, to be set apart for God and for God's purposes, and not to be seduced by the culture, by a thousand different distractions, so that we lose our way. As we meditate on today's readings, let us ask our Saint Agatha to pray for us. We would be faithful to the very end, giving our life completely to God and his purposes.